Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode, but you'll get it early if you're IFS, because that's how we like to treat the IFS. Um, good weekend, Sam. Uh, let's think now. What have you done? Yeah, it's been you pretty reasonable, the West Ham match, which ended yeah. ludicrously. With uh, your man getting sent off there with the VAR and all that, that was. I tell you what, I mean, you know, obviously talking about VAR decisions is tedious, but I saw it, and then that bloke Mike Dean watched it about hundred times on his big screen. I'm going to refer to the big screen. (laughs) Everybody, stop! I'm going to my big screen for four minutes. All have to wait. (laughs) Fucking hell! I. And to be honest, right, everyone was fuming afterwards. Oh, my God. And I thought, Jesus Christ, some of these pundits who don't even support West Ham seem mm. to care more than I do about what's happened. And I was trying to, like, work myself up. I thought, maybe maybe I should be more emotional and furious than I am. Did you feel nothing? Even Alan Smith, who <laughs> is a fucking... I mean, Alan Smith on Code Commentary sounds like... You know when you play FIFA... But especially the old version of FIFA, yeah. like from a few years ago, when they basically pre-programmed four phrases into the co-commentator's repertoire, yeah. and they just got repeated. So sometimes, with no relevance whatsoever, you'd hear Alan Smith going, anyway, be happy with that. Right. <laughs> That's what Alan Smith is actually like when he does the commentary. Yeah. Also, the other thing about Alan Smith is, He's worked out, or he thinks, he, I mean, he's wrong, but he thinks that if he says things slowly, like mm. almost absurdly slowly, mm. it makes him sound thoughtful and intelligent. That's what he's banking on, right? So mm. he thinks if you say things quickly, they sound ill thought out, but intelligent people say things slowly, like mm. they've long, pointless pause, contemplated it, Right, mm. and that is what Alan Smith does all the way through game. Anyway, that always drives me mad whenever he's doing my co-commentary for West Ham. Having right? said that, mind mind you, I I think that if if we spoke a bit slower on this podcast, we wouldn't have to say half as much of the stuff that we do. We could get more episodes out, oh. and it would be a, a more worthwhile no. endeavour. But no, 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 you're wrong. Talking quickly is very important, especially for content like ours, right? Because you talk quickly, and then all the shit you're saying. Before it's had time to quite register in the ah, brains of yeah, the listener, gotcha. you're on to yeah. the next thing. Yeah. Yeah? It just fl- floods over people. and They don't get a chance to contemplate You should only much. talk slowly yeah. if you've got something you genuinely believe is worth listening to. Mm. Well, that's yeah? not us, is it? Not fucking us. Hell. I don't... Nothing comes out of our fucking gobs on there. I mean, well, I'm speaking more personally. I'm not going to speak on your behalf, but I talk quickly in life and on in podcasting because I think... 
if I if I stop, mm. someone might go have a bigger opportunity to go, hang on a minute, that doesn't make sense. Mm. That's upsetting what you just said or something like yeah, that. And no, no. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, move um, on, move on. Alan Smith is just uh, anyway, he's even he was angry about that decision. But oh, yeah. here's the truth, Andy. And if you haven't watched it, well, who cares? I'm not going to explain it to you. Basically, it looked like someone had elbowed someone, but they hadn't or something. Anyway, <laughs> I don't, I, this is true. I said this to my mate earlier. I said, the truth is, I wasn't, you go, he's a Spurs fan. So, whoa, you must have been wound up. You must have been angry. Everyone was angry. And I said, I wasn't. And he went, well, why not? Well, you must have been. I said, the reason I wasn't was that I had no idea whether or not it was a red card. Because the truth is, I don't really know the rules of football anymore. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in a flippant or facetious way. Oh, well, the game's gone mad. I don't even understand. It's true. I don't. Mm. I don't understand a lot of the fundamentals anymore. Yeah. All this vast stuff and all of the mad sort of things that happen. I say mad. Maybe it was mad before. I don't fucking know. I know I understood the rules for many years, right? I learned them when I was like eight or yeah. something. They were all I think simpler I then. I had a thorough knowledge of the rules by the time I was eight. And then a few years later, they got rid of the back pass rule and I got my nut round that, right? Yeah, quite simple, yeah. But then since then, then there was a gap and now fucking everything's changing. But all this stuff, like if the ball like even brushes your arm, like your shoulder in the area, Mm -hmm. even if you're facing away from goal, you're nowhere near the goal. Mm -hmm. As far as I understand, I think now that's a penalty. If you're facing towards the goal... If your face is facing away from the goal and it touches your arm, it's a penalty. If you're facing towards the goal, it isn't. <laughs> that's right, that's okay. how I... That, I mean, I don't know, because we had a one Sunderland match at MK Dons on Saturday afternoon where the MK Dons uh, defender jumped up to head the ball clear and it came off his hand and then went in the opposite mm. direction. And I thought, that's a handball, surely. But then I thought for a second, hang on, would that only be a handball in the Premier League? Is that not a handball in yeah. League One? Exactly. Is there a exactly. That's another stupid thing. I don't know. In, and, and in international football, there's different rules. That's fucking mm. madness, right? So anyway, Thomas Suchek moved his arm and clearly his elbow did touch the head of Mitrovic, yeah. who, who, by the way, is not a man to be trifled with. Well, I thought, whoa, he's fucking done it now. His, his pain threshold seems to be quite low, judging from his reaction yeah. to it. Well, he flung himself on the ground, reminiscent of Slaven Bilic in the 98 World Cup. Or <laughs> or Rivaldo, I think, Rivaldo, in the 2002 yeah. World Cup, where the ball sort of just hit him like a bit, on and the, he collapsed a blood clutch in his face. It hit him on the thigh, didn't it? And he went down Cla- on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Classic shithousery of, yeah. uh, of past World Cups. But so at first I thought it was shithousing, but apparently, be fair, Mitrovic got up and actually went over to Mike Dean and went, it's not a red card, mate. He didn't fucking try to elbow me. That, for me, that was the worst thing about the whole uh, episode. The fact that Mitrovic yeah. had the balls to then get up after rolling around on the ground yeah. and say, uh-huh. yeah, it wasn't really a red card. He's almost just saying, yeah, I, I milked it. I was rolling I milked around. it, I was but come on, don't, don't be a cunt about it, because ultimately, right, what difference is it? If it had been mid-game... It would be well worth getting an up. If you're in a fucking relegation dogfight, scrapping for every point like Fulham, who were actually better than us yesterday and should have, you know, they were unlucky to not win it, right? Fucking, 
to get the lad sent off because it gives you an advantage for the rest of the match. But this was the last kick of the game, so they stood to gain nothing from it, which I think Mark Noble and Thomas Suchek must have said. Anyway, this is too football-y. What I do want to say about all these silly rules, like you were just saying with Sunderland, and, oh, you know, if it fucking... It's like, it must be like what it's like. It's like that sketch in The Meaning of Life where uh, John Cleese is a headmaster in a public boarding school. And he's going, now, remember, the rules are very simple. If your mother died last week... At, no, it's something like, if your brother has Latin and is in the year above, then you, you do have exercise this afternoon. You simply have to move your coat from the lower peg to the <laughs> upper peg to, to yeah, blah, blah, blah. And it's all these stupid rules and rituals. That's what football's become. Here's what I think they should do with football, Andy. Mm. And this is a serious idea. Mm. Suspend all rules, right, mm-hmm. within reason. Like, you can't say, oh, I'm going to pay. This needs to be basic rules, like how many players on a pitch and so forth and what yeah. constitutes yeah. a goal. But I've long thought you might as well do away with the offside rule because totally. yeah. it's it's complicated, it provokes loads of debate, and it was invented in the fucking whenever, yeah, probably 1800s, when they played silly buggers like that game we had to watch for that weird Netflix thing we appeared yeah. on, right? Yeah. They'd, fucking, they'd stick some geezer up on the touchdown. No manager in the Premier League, in the era of the high press, mm. right, is going to go... No manager ever in any league anywhere is going to say to one cunt, you just stand up front, mate, on your own. No, no, no. It's not fucking schoolboy football. You're saying that. I think they they would, and I think they should. I think they should have one cunt standing up there. Yeah. Because it's going to spread the game out, isn't it? And it's going to lead to more goal-scoring opportunities. So, So yeah, bring that on. So they, they should abolish that rule. But I say abolish pretty much all rules and make it like an honesty bar. Right, I don't mm. know if you've ever had experience of an honesty bar. It might yeah. sound mad, but I've seen it work. Right? Yeah, I've fucking done it. I've been honest about a bar before, even pissed you, up. You can have honesty boxes outside farms where you get eggs. Yeah, and you just leave exactly some money right. in the box. Yeah, that sort of exactly. thing. Exactly. So why don't we have honesty football? Yeah, mm. I think treat these people like children and they will behave like children yeah. right and that is why you get all of these players shit housing cheating blah 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 obviously i'm only talking about doing this in britain i mean you can't do it in south america mate no, it'd be chaos. jesus christ it'd be a shambles <laughs> i'm saying but, do it in a country like ours where people have a keen sense of fair play now that we've yeah? got brexit and we've shut the borders and we're going to stop yeah. letting foreign players in and all that sort of thing we can get about how it was english players play the english game in the english yeah. spirit and mm. uh, an honesty system, cheating. like you said. But I mean, yeah, like, so if he touches it with his hand, and don't fuck around with all these cameras. We don't need a robot to tell us how to fucking obey yeah. the rules, right? It's not fucking 1984, right? It's not mm. like, you know, like when fucking what's his name? Flash Gordon goes up to Ming the Mer- Merciless's planet, and anything they do, if he's getting off his daughter or fucking whatever he's up to, there's, there's a big camera floating around the sky, sees everything, and he goes, Flash Gordon is trying to finger your daughter, mm. Ming. And that's Ming's like, oh, that's that is there, not it? on. That is not on. I fucking I mean, caught you on the CCTV. That's not what we need. We need him to go, someone go, I fucking touched that ref, hands up, I touched yeah. it, they should get a pen. But there's there's an honesty system in, in other sports, such as like snooker and golf. That relies yeah. on honesty. Obviously, the, you know, there's cameras there for the big golf tournaments, but when you're playing golf... With your mates, you know, you're supposed yeah. to be honest about what you score and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It's not really football. yeah. Getting back to FIFA, though, when me and my boy play FIFA, we play no rules. 
because it is the most fun incarnation oh, of the game. Oh, I've never done that. That's a great idea. Oh, you've got to do it. It's so good because it's just sliding tackles I didn't know everywhere. That's possible. No yeah. offsides, no fouls. It's fucking, fucking great. Fucking great, mate. And Much that's better, how football yeah. should be. No rules. Um, no rules because there's mutual respect amongst yeah. players anyway, I think, you know. It's and like whenever, whenever at a junction the traffic lights break down and people then have to use their initiative and, you know, be extra cautious about getting through the lights because if it's like a crossroads, and it you've works. got people coming in all directions yeah. and it works. They did that in Holland once, a, set, a notoriously dangerous uh, cross junction and they switched all the lights off and the, the accident rate plummeted because everyone was having to be dead careful. So there you go. just apply that to football oh, the, somehow. It, there's another stat which is sort of related but not a couple. One is in people riding without helmets on, mm-hmm. yeah, cycling their bicycles around, right, <laughs> have le- have fewer accidents right. than those who do wear helmets, right? Yeah. Because wearing a helmet gives you a, it probably reduces your awareness because it might yeah. be over your ears or something. And also, but the other thing is it gives you a false sense of security. It makes you overconfident. So yeah, although course. deaths are higher and serious injuries mm. are higher amongst those without a helmet, Mm. Right, so what it is, is it makes you think more. And here's another one that I read about, but I've probably talked about before that book I read, Utopia for Realists by Rutger Bregman, the universal minimum income, yeah? Yeah. Where they the, the, the idea, and it's got a lot of legs now, like loads of people, but even you even got mm. serious sort of world leaders looking into it because all the robots are taking over anyway, so there's not going to yeah. be any jobs. So the idea is you tax robots, right? You have to. Mm. You have to tax the companies depending on the number of robots they're using in place of humans, right? Yeah. With that tax revenue, the humans live a life of leisure, yeah? We're given uh, the, the proposal at the moment, it will change over years, is 12 grand. Bang! Mm, Everyone gets 12, 12 grand. grand. Every adult receives 12 grand a year, yeah? Mm. Standing start. And then you can either think, well, I'm just going to try and live off 12 grand, so I'm not going to have many treats. Yeah. There won't be many Uber, uh, Uber Eats coming round. yeah. But I'll never have to fucking do fuck all. I'll just sit here watching telly if mm. I can afford one. Could you do and that, do you think? Could you live on 12 grand a year? Could you live like well, that? I, could I? Well, depends what kind you mean. Kind of art could the I, minute, yeah, really, aren't I, I we? Reckon I, I reckon I could survive on 12 grand a year. I wouldn't be able to probably survive in London. I'd probably have to change my lifestyle quite radically. Yeah. But I could, yeah. I think, yeah. well, it's possible. Yeah, that's why they chose 12 grand. It's possible well, for a human well, I mean, to survive. I, I said that we're, we're kind of doing it now. We're kind of living a life of of just rest, where very little mm. happens. You don't get to do much. You don't get to go out. And have if much. it wasn't for my mortgage, yeah, which yeah. is I, I have quite large mortgage repayments, and um, other than that, like basically, I suppose a lot of the disposable income go, or a lot of the income, a lot of money you earn goes on treats that I, of course, could live without. Like so, in January, for instance. I challenge myself to do no spend January. So <laughs> only essentials. No, none of this, you know, I'm like buying all the weird shit off Instagram and that. <laughs> I, I, I'm gobsmacked you kept this to yourself. Didn't use it as content. We've got to of that. <laughs> well, uh, the opposite. It was costing me content as well because usually my mad impulsive purchases provide Instagram a lot of content. Purchases. And yeah. I'm afraid I haven't been able to do any of them in the last <laughs> month. I did get a couple of bits that I deemed to be essentials. Right, mm. but there was no indulgences. Right. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, 
don't anyway. know where, where, where the yeah, so the, the point in. is, yeah, I reckon I probably could because sitting around, you're earning money. But someone told me today that he knows him. He's got a mate who runs a local cafe. Yeah, right. It's like you know, sort of quite a posh cafe, and um, he said that he has doubled his profits during lockdown because he does he diversified to just the shop won't open but he's just got he's built himself a fucking hatch which for starters i'm listening i'm thinking that sounds good i will find a fucking hatch (laughs) right i thought me and andy could do a hatch to fucking dish our podcasts out yeah (laughs) podcast through a hatch everyone wants a fucking hatch so he's got a hatch in the front of his shop yeah. And he's just boshing out fucking coffees and the salads and sandwiches from that. So he's yeah. reduced his menu, yeah? Um, and But he said the main thing is, what you don't get is he went... I mean, this was coming to me secondhand from my mate who knows the bloke. But the wording made me inevitably think of it in a Roy Race voice because he went... <laughs> Uh, the main thing is you don't have cunts coming in fucking buying one coffee and sitting at the table doing their fucking emails <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's what he actually said, yeah. apparently. So I don't know if that's how he speaks. I mean, um, when, we're in bars, so probably not. When this lockdown thing started, I thought that people would use the initiative, buy up ice cream vans and go mm. around selling coffees. To people who are homework. Great idea. Yeah. The coffee man's coming. The coffee man's coming. I need a latte. Oh, and you can stand what an idea that is. Queue up. Have I given that? You've a, just given that, that, that fantastic away, away. Yeah. That's a fucking brilliant idea. I'll edit that out. We'll not keep that in. We'll do that. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. I can't see you being a coffee man around oh, Sunderland in an ice cream van. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. that's like your worst nightmare. That combines so many of your worst things. <laughs> the human race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's I mean, a mobile a mobile coffee man's got to be quite perky, mate. <laughs> You'll be fucking. I give it a day before you're literally throwing scalding hot cappuccinos at people's front door without like, slowing the van down. I'll be like the There's soup your Nazi. fucking coffee. I'll be like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. No latte <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. But, so um, um, anyway. So I can't remember how we got to any of that, but yeah, honestly, it's the best policy. Take rules out of football, take rules out of society, trust people, yeah, Mm. and people will repay that trust. Mm. Anyway, that minimum income, the thing I was saying about was they did an experiment. They took 20 long-term homeless people who had been operating within the square mile in the city of London, yeah, and these were long-term people who had been known to homeless charities for like over a decade yeah yeah and so they had tried and failed a number of times to kind of get themselves off the street no avail they were given a universal minimum wage mm-hmm. for one year after i think three years after they were given this uh, they were given it just for one year the uh research team who commissioned this fucking mm-hmm. hell not bad work in it we've got this money we're gonna give it to some tramps and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> We're calling it Operation Trump Cash. <laughs> Isn't there something better you could do with this one? No, just us. We've been for a bunch of different. We brainstormed the fuck out of it, and this is the best we we've could all, come up with. We've all got god complexes. It's going to be fucking brilliant. <laughs> but but it fucking worked, right? They went yeah. back 
these truly long-term homeless, and I think only like one of them was still on the street. Yeah, that's right. A good average. Uh, they all they all used it to like get you know a first like put a deposit on a flat. Once you got mm. a deposit on flat, you can get a, you can apply for jobs because you've got an address. You can open a bank mm. account. Blah blah blah. Right, and so it fucking worked. And you know, and that's that is a piece of fucking academic research that was you know pretty rigorous and peer reviewed. And they're like, people do not fucking take money and just like they spend it on you know the Lampards are like I'm not giving them money. They'll spend it on their drugs and their bingo. Well, that was well. People go on about benefit fraud. We look at the stats for benefit fraud. It's something like not point seven percent. Yeah, of all of the benefit a, budget. It, it, is, yeah, is it's, it's costs like it's the, the, the the state not point seven percent of GDP yeah. or something. That's yeah, right. it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, so it's just a fucking it's just all a fucking lie to keep us mm. to just fucking keep money in the rich cunt's pockets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and people enjoy fucking pissing down on other people and fucking yeah. You know, so whether it's a footballer elbowing someone in the nut mm-hmm. or a tramp asking for a fiver or just a quid. Think on, yeah. And don't also, bring. if you are going out for a cycle, don't wear a helmet. Don't wear a Give helmet. it a go. Don't, Give don't it a put go. Any lights on. Don't put any <laughs> lights on. Just I did see someone doing that in the dark last week. There was a fellow with no helmet on, and he had like a denim jacket and jeans on, and like white trainers. The white trainers were the only luminous part of him, and he's just riding around on the road in the dark. Here's and another I just saw good him idea. Last if you're out and you haven't got a helmet or any white clothes, <laughs> and it's dark. Have a fag. If you cycle yeah. and smoke, then some people will see you coming. They'll see the glow exactly. of your fag, and that can save yeah. your life. So, you know, people say that smoking's bad for you, and they talk about all these deaths from lung cancer, but what they don't report is the amount of people that smoking has saved. Yeah, exactly. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. I didn't watch Liverpool City. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I, watching football when it's not your own team is just fucking boring. Yeah, well, it's borrowing money to your own team in my case as well. I'll, I'll torture. Yeah, us. well, I mind watching but, uh, West Ham yesterday. 
Um, yeah, I, uh, I, did, I watched the second half of it, and I'm glad I did because it was hilarious. Did you Did you not see the? I saw the score. Yeah. Did you not see the the, the cock ups by Allison? He was resp- directly nah, responsible for two of six goals. Now, oh, it's just playing oh. out from the back stuff. It's just, your goalkeeper. Oh, it's a load of bollocks, isn't it? Fucking hoof it, mate. That's what West Ham do. Exactly. West Ham play good football, right? We're a really good team. But we do not fuck around in defence. Because we yeah. just think that's for cunts. Yeah. That's, that's like for show-offs. Do you know what I mean? It's a preen in Ponce's game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If there's a ball bouncing around, fucking Og Bonner fucking charges up and he gives it get out of the fucking way cunts and he puts his foot straight through it every time and I'm like fucking yes because that's what I want to see as well that is what gets a big fucking cheer out of the crowd it's, it's like almost as good as a go when your centre back just fucking jumps into yeah. the middle of a melee and yeah. goes fuck this wall up you cunt everyone goes hey fucking yeah. go on son yeah. like that I don't want to see him fucking chest, chest it look up do a Cruyff turn, stroke it sideways. Fuck off. I'm not fucking cheering that. It's boring. You, what are you talking about? Are you talking about just launching it upfield or putting it out for a throw and hitting it over the fucking... Don't give a shit. Over the just top stick of the stand. It, as, as, the, as, as the great coaches of my youth you say, if in doubt, kick it out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Alison tried that a couple of times after he'd fucked up originally and it just ended up getting worse for him. But watch, watch the goals. Or the highlights or whatever. All I've seen is Roy Keane's um, reaction to it because someone sent us, someone tweeted us the clip. Oh, I haven't seen that. Roy Keane's not happy about it, about Liverpool's performance this season. Right. He goes, for me, they've been bad champions. Bad champions. They're, they're, I, don't, I don't know. What, you know, like what Roy Keane likes to do, he'll, he'll make a big statement like that. For me, they've been bad champions. And then he'll pause and he'll squint like he's absolutely bewildered by something. Yeah. Like, he yeah. just goes, like, he, he almost clutches his temples. Like, I just thought, and then he'll stutter a bit. Like, he can't, he's so angry and confused, he can't get the words out of his mouth. I just thought, I mean, for me, it's like they don't want to win the league. And now they're talking about, they're talking about getting in the Champions League. You're champions. For me, when you win a league, the first thing you think is, I want to win it again. But this lot, no, they're not. They're, they're, I think they believe their own hype, you know. That's what they think. And I think he's probably right about that. I mean, their performance this season has been just, I mean, it's been poor. And they'll make, he goes, they're making a lot of excuses. Oh, they blame everyone but themselves. Yeah. Well, I don't I like that this. He'd say that because they've had injury problems, they should have strength and depth. Of course they should. And, you know, if you lose a player, then you should have someone else to come in. All you champions have best fucking first problems. I mean, yeah. uh, City a couple of years ago, I mean, it's a bit unfair to compare it to City, who are like the richest team in the world or whatever, but they yeah, they were playing with Fernandinho in central defence, in, def- in defence of their league yeah. a couple of years ago, who's who's was basically their Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Um, makes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they fucked it now. I think they're 10 points behind with the game in hand, but... Um... Yeah, enough football. I'm just looking at the tweets, and we've had a tweet from... Uh, Someone called Lefty, um, and he sent in a cutting which looks like it's from the Observer possibly today, and it's got the five top podcast double acts. Sam, oh yeah, would you like to hear who they are and find out if we're among them? Well, first of all, I'm I'm pretty certain we're not because if we had been, 
I would have been alerted to this, right? Um, and second of all, I'm worried because I don't like to slag off other people. Uh, certainly not publicly. Don't mind doing it behind their back. No, I, I, I try not <laughs> to. I'm trying to live a positive life, you know. Okay. And I, I know out of bitterness that I don't want to be bitter, but I will be, that I'll that we'll end up just slagging whoever these people are well, off. You might do that. You might, Or you might say, ah, good call. Hats off. You know. You know, oh, uh, hang on. Is it you and Bob? It well, is, isn't let's, it? Let's let's count down the top five, shall we? Oh, it go. better not be you and Bob and you and your son. <laughs> so I'm the only one of your podcasts left out. Here we are. <laughs> Number five, Ross Douthat and Michelle Goldberg from The Argument podcast. A liberal that sounds good. And a, conservative, no. a liberal and a conservative debate the biggest Ooh. news story of the day. That sounds really good. Uh, number four, Michael Hobbs and Sarah Marshall. They sound in the nice. podcast you're wrong about um <laughs> the uh, and and the writer james marriott uh, uh is he he describes the chemistry between sarah marshall and michael hobbs as undoubtedly frothy well so there you go that uh, sounds good yeah they've never said that about us i've often nope. thought we should introduce more frothiness to our chemistry well, we could try can't we number number three mm. is valdemar janacek and mm. bendor grovesner yeah uh, from of course the podcast waldy and bendy's adventures in art which is the best art podcast out there. Well, I've been looking for a new art podcast, so that's helpful. uh, Their uh, relationship is described as playful, teasing, and argumentative. That's like us. We're playful and teasing. Well, And sexy. That's that's how I describe the podcast to anyone who asks. Playful, Mm -hmm. teasing, and sexy. Number two, Anna Kachian and Dasha Mm -hmm. Nekrasova. Oh, I Red Scare podcast. I fancy them both sight unseen. They delight in outraging mainstream or normy liberal opinion with their opinions normie. on everyone from Osama bin Laden, who they describe as yeah. a style icon, yeah. uh, to disgraced film directors. They say, leave Roman Polanski alone. Oh. Mm, they are the mean girls of the modern internet. Yeah, uh, Roman Polanski, as I understand it, anally raped a, a, a youth. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I, yeah. Again, let's not start judging these podcasters just because they defend paedophiles on their podcast. Let's yeah. give it I, a fair hearing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Your man in the Observer there, James Marriott, says that they are up with five best double acts. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're defending someone who, as you say, only raped uh, a young girl. Um, mm. Number number one in the list is PJ Vocht and Alex Goldman mm. in Reply All. The Internet Culture Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I've there we are. I've heard of that one, actually. I've heard that's, of that one because that's from the fellas who did Start Up, which actually is a podcast I have listened to and enjoyed. Right. And uh, it's the same mob who did that. Yeah. There we are. But all um, these podcasts, I don't fucking listen to them. I mean, I listen to West Ham podcasts, right? And I don't listen to any. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I listen to like either podcasts by people I know, right? Yeah. Um, and and West Ham podcasts. But all I mean, these other ones, I don't know how people find the time for them. I yeah. don't listen to my own. I haven't listened to an episode of this in fucking years. I just listen to these to edit the cunts and then I put them you out. you got to edit it. it. It's why people say, oh, they'll reference something that we said uh, last month. I'm like, <laughs> no idea, mate. If it I was have more not than a got, week ago. Let me stop you there. Before you go on, I, I have not got a fucking clue 
What you are talking about, my son? We literally say these things once, and then they just drift off into the ether. They're gone. Never to be remembered. So gone I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's lovely. Super. But please don't try and engage me in conversation about it. I have no recollection <laughs> it's of pointless. any of it. I think it's shit. If you want a good podcast, listen to that reply all. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but oh, that one, one that non-defending podcast. Because it is near the knuckle, because like I said, they defend nonces. But it gets you thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's about got, it, I reckon. I've, I've got a little bit of housekeeping okay. that may lead to content. It might not. Might It might anger you. I don't know. But um, I have, I've taken a unilateral decision this afternoon mm-hmm. and shut our merchandise store temporarily. Thank for that. Yeah. <laughs> because, that. because, and... Right, we are recording this on the seventh of February, twenty twenty-one. I know some people are like months behind when they wait their through way through this bullshit, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but so just know this is going to be temporary. But the fucking Latvians, I've had it up to here. I think yeah, it's to do with Brexit. Brexit. The other day, I checked my spam folder, right, mm-hmm. and it was fucking full of people. And I apologise for this, saying where the fuck is my t-shirt or whatever, right? I was like inundated with this with this stuff. And listen, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. You're right to fucking chase it, and you're right to complain, right? And I'm and I am sorry, right? But basically, the deal we had, we had a set up with these Latvians, right? <laughs> that basically they take care of the whole thing. It was you working really make, well. You <laughs> make the order, and then that's the last we fucking hear of it, right? Yeah, we just say, we've got "Hello, with us. hello, Latvia." Yeah, we've got a new one. Right, it's uh, I want you to write this down. Right, it's this. <laughs> I am the spirit of 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 lonely water. No, spirit of lonely water. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, dark and lonely water. Write that down. Stick it in the font we told you about, and just slap one of them fucking orange logos on it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, hey, mate, trust me. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you fucking understand it or not. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Eight, eight quid like all the others, yeah. <laughs> That's how it worked, right? And it seemed to be going fine for a couple it of was, years. Wasn't it? Yeah, for but a while. I don't know if anything... I don't know if anything... I don't keep track of the news, so I've no <laughs> idea if anything in the last 12 months has changed. <laughs> or if anything, for instance, on the 31st of December changed, right? I don't know, because I don't watch news. I find it stressful. But something has fucking happened, or a combination of events has happened, that fucking people are waiting like months to get their T-shirt, which is particularly a shame, because I'm sure a lot of you buy them on a whim whilst pissed. Yes. Right? And not thinking straight, which is very much what we rely on as an enterprise, right? <laughs> and um, and now you're like thinking, fucking up. So anyway, listen, I'm sorry for that. They will reach you in the end, right? It's yeah. just, I don't know, they've been fucking held up by COVID and Brexit. If they don't reach but you, you'll it's not get a good refund. enough. It's not good enough for you, the cancer no. community, right? And we appreciate you so. So I've put a message on the homepage saying that we shut it. We're going to change provider to someone British in the fucking UK. Yeah, you're going to print their fucking t-shirt. Yeah, probably in a traditional a British manner. We found a company called Bulldog Merchandising. They're going to do it for us from now on. <laughs> Man, these are fellas you can fucking trust. Let's just sort of the uh, fucking we, t-shirt we, printers. We ain't going to be dealing with Hermes or DHL or any of them cunts. They're going to be hand-delivered by a bloke we know called Terry. 
<laughs> He's got a van. He can fit fucking hundred, possibly thousands of t-shirts into the van, and he will fucking get them. Do you come rain or shine, mate? <laughs> you might have to wait a couple of weeks, or maybe a month. But we'll you get might there. want to tip him though, because he's a grumpy cunt, yeah, right? Jesus. And uh, we're not. I'll be honest, we ain't paying him that much. No, minute uh, because of uh, the government now they're free of all them stupid uh, European red tape regulations. Yeah, we are now able to pay people whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, there's no minimum wage anymore. Yeah. 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 So a lot of our staff are very depressed, right? <laughs> so give him a uh, give, maybe give give him a couple of quid to get himself a drink. Yeah, you know? that'll be good. Um, no, but I'll, I'll have a, we'll have a new shop up soon, right? <clears throat> At, okay. Um, when you want to know where that shop is and the and perhaps some new merchandise will be on it, right? What you want to do is sign up to our newsletter, the Counter Gazette, which you can do. On our website, tiertimemachine.com. If you yeah. if you're not already signed up to it, sign up to it because you get all of you'll get. If there's a discount code going, you'll get that. And there's bound to be in the first week from your shop. Data, your it's, email it's address. totally free. Give us your email, and we will email you direct and tell your you email. Yeah. What the new stuff. Yeah, direct into your email yeah. inbox. That's the way it yeah. works. Um, on a on a similar note, um, I'm going to yeah. now <clears> confront <throat> you, Sam, live on this podcast <clears> about. Uh, the transaction that has left the Top Flight Time Machine PayPal today and gone to JD Sports for thirty three ninety nine. What oh! do you know about this? <laughs> Fucking hell, mate! That's dangerous. I'll tell you what that is. That is, um, I feel very ashamed, but you've done right to do this publicly. <laughs> that yeah. is a pair of sports trainer shoes. Yeah, I know what it is because I got the email. Yeah. For my daughter, I have two PayPal accounts. I have, or mm-hmm. well, I have access to one is my own personal one, yeah, and one is Tier Time Machine. And sometimes, well, I hope this is the only time, but it might be worth you doing a full audit. <laughs> I think it's the only. Time. <laughs> I think it's the only time I've seen anything underwater. Yeah, uh, yes, I must have not signed out of the um, of yeah. the other PayPal yeah. and left it on Top Flight Time Machine. Well, I mean, so the only I thing for me to do, I, I am haste. now going to buy a pair of trainers for myself. From the top yeah. flight time machine account. Get, get, yeah, you get, I mean, that might be simpler. Treat yourself to a pair of £33 trainers. I mean, by the way, that is fucking amazing value. It was in the sale. And she needed a pair of black trainers because she wears her white ones out in the fucking mud and they just get battered. So I'm getting That's you a pair of black fucking yeah. trainers. But I'm not going to get fucking pricey ones. Yeah? yeah? These are just your fucking about trainers. Yeah, yeah. £33 in the sale for a pair of black feeler trainers. Okay. That's that dealt with then. Uh, just briefly before go, a couple of TV recommendations. Did you oh, yeah. see the Sky Arts documentary King Rocker that was on last night? Stuart Lee. Ah, I saw you uh, tweeting it about the, it. It was about the uh, the singer Robert Lloyd from the Nightingales, who's been going for 40 years, basically. It was all yeah. about his ups and downs. But it was also partly about the big King Kong statue that used to be in Birmingham in the uh, in the mid-70s. So it was great. You don't need to know anything about the Nightingales or Robert Lloyd's music or to even like his music. It's just a great documentary. And I think it's on catch-up. It should be anyway on Sky Arts uh, or Now TV. I should watch it. The other thing that I watched last night, which was fucking mental, was the uh, BBC iPlayer documentary about John DeLorean, who, of course, invented the Back to the Future. I love DeLorean. Yeah, it's a great story. Oh, that that was a romp. So watch that as well yeah, if you've got nothing better like to do. That feels like a history box. Um, and this is this is thing, really tedious. Yeah, go on. One other thing. I took your advice from your Big Issue column last week, and I've started yeah. watching Spiral, which I've never oh, watched mate. before. You've got such a treat. Eight series. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. it is fucking nuts, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like, if I remember rightly, the first series begins with them finding a charred corpse of a prostitute. She, yeah, it was a long time ago. Been, I started watching it. She's been severely um, beaten. It's what sparked the what's become sort of is it a catchphrase? It's more something that uh, one of the many things that my own family teased me about. Right, is that it was that show that brought about my recurring line of me shaking my head and just going fucking French, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because it is so insane, right? That this show is fucking so mental and extreme in everything they show. The crimes that I, even with a grotesque imagination like yeah. mine, right? Yeah. I could have not, I could, the crimes that you hear about or see in that show are things that I could never in my wildest fucking nightmares have imagined, right? Yeah. The people, the fucking manners, the sex, everything, right? Oh. It's just fucking mental. And that's why it's one, I think it's one of the best shows of all time. And I've just finished watching, and this is a very basic and obvious one. I'm probably really late to it, so, but I can't stop thinking about it. The fucking serpent, mate. Jesus, right, did yeah. you watch it? No, lots of people saying good things about it, though. It's, I'll try and get it's, got a, it. it's got a brilliant soundtrack. Yeah. Really brilliant. I've been listening to soundtrack on Spotify all weekend since I finished right. it, right? Sort of like mid-70s, but it's all like weird Europop, French nice. disco, and fucking just mad psychedelic music yeah. really good music because it's all set on the hippie trail in the mid 70s yeah. yeah and uh it's really fucking good and the geezer in it who plays the serpent the serpent the t- yeah the titular serpent <laughs> the titular serpent is played by a man who looks a spitting image of west ham's paraguayan center back fabian balbuena oh really so and if that's not a recommendation, yeah. I don't know what is. Okay. It's a fucking brilliant show, mate. Yeah. All right. There's that. That was one other thing I've remembered. I was shitting myself whilst watching it, and I don't often do that. That's, I literally shat myself in some we episodes. Can't ask for a, a higher recommendation than that. <laughs> yeah. One other thing that's been on the last two Friday nights on Channel Five and might be on their catch-up thing uh, is the greatest songs of the seventies, which is oh. like an hour and a half documentary each episode. It's been in two parts. And they just have six songs in each episode, and each song gets about twelve to fifteen minutes, which is as it should be. What channel so is this on? Channel five. Fucking and then hell. this Friday night, they're kicking off with the greatest songs of the eighties, Sam. Oh my god! What's going on at Channel Five? We want channel to get in five, there. If they've started making stuff get, like this. Parking their tanks on BBC Four's Friday Night Lawn. That's what they're doing. Good. Yeah, fair play time. to them. They've been trying to find. It's been downhill since they cancelled the edit, the show that I used to present in 2002. Now, well, we've finally, all said that. Yeah. I consider that the golden age of Channel 5. Now, yeah. they're, well, at last, so they're many back. people do. But you can get yeah. most of the episodes on YouTube now, I think. I think someone's uploaded yeah, them. Yeah, well, I'd imagine. I think you can buy them on Blu-ray and I do a yeah. commentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's tell your recommendations. That's about it for this one, I think. Yeah. Good times, we'll be back there's tomorrow. There's no predictions update because we forgot to fucking do him because, mm. you know, it's the least important thing about this podcast now. Let's face yeah. it, the football. It's more football but, in um, your head. Spend far too much time on football in this one. But yeah, we'll be back throughout the week with all the other stuff. We've got a live logistics coming up on Tuesday. That's back for a week yeah. <clears throat> before we delve back to History Box. Uh, so get your questions in on Twitter or at... What's the email address? Contact at tftimemachine.com. Contact at tftimemachine.com, yeah. There's that... Ah, uh, there's Yesterday's Hero. Bit of Cosmosy stuff from Yesterday's Hero. I've just seen this today. Uh, Suzanne Summers, who plays Cloudy Martin, 
who we haven't yeah. even got to in our deep dive yet. Mm-hmm. She's in the news. She uh, gently confronted a naked home intruder who appeared while she was streaming a makeup tutorial from her Palm Springs, California home. Fucking uh, hell, there's a lot doing... to unpick there, mate. That sounds was, That could was... be a deep dive in itself, that news well, story. Well, well, shall we leave it till the Yesterday's Hero episode on Wednesday? Just leave it, yeah. Let's leave it till then. All right, then. Uh, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Farewell, all of you. Goodbye, everyone. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.